0: Many thanks for joining us on Search for Truth, your Bible study program with your Bible teacher, Brian Johnston. And today's the penultimate talk, that's talk number eight in this nine-part series about great spiritual movements. Brian looks again today at the downfall of Satan. This time the talk's called Coming Down to Earth. So that's the movement of the spirit of Satan engineered by the great spirit of God to demote him to the earth. And I'll leave Brian to explain all that. But in the meantime, if you have your Bible to hand, we'll be reading extracts from the book of Revelation today. So now let's go to Brian. Thanks, John. And yes,
1: our previous studies have indeed been focused on God's judgment on Satan. You know, sometimes we hear about the rise and fall of some person, or even the rise and fall of some great empire. But taking Satan as our subject means that what we're dealing with is a case of the fall and fall of Satan. His trajectory is ever downward, as recorded by the Bible. To date, we've seen Satan expelled from the inner circle of angelic orders. Don't take this analogy as being too accurate, but perhaps at that initial stage, We could roughly think of Satan being put out of the boardroom, as it were, and sent down to the shop floor. It's important to register the point that when Satan sinned, he wasn't immediately denied all heavenly access. He was certainly around for the discussions about Job, and even to this day he accuses Christians before God. This has been the state of affairs throughout all the human history that's recorded in the Bible. Satan was clearly already a fallen being while Adam and Eve were still in the garden during the period of their innocence. So he'd access to the garden, and in that place, permission was given to him to do the greatest mischief in bringing down the entire human race. It was this, that made the arrival of a saviour imperative. And that was indeed God's plan. And he used the children of Israel to bring it about with the saviour of all humankind, should they receive him, being himself born as a Jew. That of course was sufficient to attract great wrath from Satan, to be vented against this people, Israel, from whom the saviour came. By the spirit of God, The Apostle John, in Revelation chapter 12, now takes up the narrative. Let's hear it now, that's Revelation chapter 12, and then pause to work our way through its symbolism. John says this, from verse 1, A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, and the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars, and she was with child. And she cried out, being in labour and in pain to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns. And on his heads were seven diadems. And his tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she gave birth, he might devour her child. And she gave birth to a son, a male child, who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. And her child was cut up to God and to his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness, where she had a place prepared by God, so that there she would be nourished for 1,260 days. Let's pause there in our reading and check our understanding thus far. The woman pictured in John's vision is not Mary in particular, but represents the whole Israelite nation. The crown of 12 stars suggests the 12 sons of Jacob, also known as Israel. The great red dragon is a depiction of Satan, the stars indicating his falling of fallen angels evidently siding with him in his rebellion. Now the male child born who is to rule the nations can be none other than our Lord Jesus Christ. Satan used Herod the Great's murderous intent to attempt in vain to eliminate the Saviour at the time of his birth or shortly afterwards. Herod was perhaps only thinking in terms of getting rid of someone who might have a rival claim to be the king of the Jews, but Satan was really behind his actions, directing them in a hopeless attempt to prevent our salvation coming to pass. Now let's read further in Revelation chapter 12 to discover he's behind much, if not all, of anti-Semitism. Picking up now from Revelation chapter 12 and verse 7. And there was war in heaven, Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. The dragon and his angels waged war, and they were not strong enough, and there was no longer a place found for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old, who is called the devil, and Satan, who deceives the whole world, he was thrown down to the earth. And his angels were thrown down with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation, and the power, and the kingdom of our God, and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, he who accuses them before our God day and night. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb, and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life, even when faced with death. For this reason, rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, knowing that he has only a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was thrown down to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. But the two wings of the great eagle were given to the woman so that she could fly into the wilderness to her place where she was nourished for a time and times and half a time from the presence of the serpent. And the serpent poured water like a river out of his mouth after the woman so that he might cause her to be swept away with the flood. But the earth helped the woman and the earth opened its mouth and drank up the river which the dragon poured out of his mouth. So the dragon was enraged with the woman and went off to make war with the rest of her children who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. That last verse we read is the one showing Satan being behind all anti-Semitism. Satan will be and already is enraged at the Jewish people this helps explain media bias against Israel and even the terrible holocaust itself. But earlier in this series of studies, we learnt that God knows how to abase the proud. Equally, he knows how to deliver the godly when they are tempted or endangered. He's described here as delivering or rescuing the nation of Israel in a coming future day when Israel will have become subject to the full force of Satan's fury. Many of them will find a hiding place for three and a half years. This is the time of the great tribulation period coming upon the earth. This is the time our Lord spoke about in Matthew's gospel chapter twenty four. When Satan is at this still future time point expelled from all heavenly access, heaven may sigh with relief. Perhaps the sentiment can be summed up as good riddance, but the earth has to live with the consequences of the arrival of this malign being likened to a venomous snake. The Apostle John expressly tells us that Satan was thrown down to his great fury. Well, that's in the future, but it's bad enough in the present, isn't it? With Satan accusing us 24-7 before God. But as we'll see, Satan has got some way to go yet on his downward path under God's judgment.
0: entitled Great Spiritual Movements contains all the transcripts of the nine talks in this series and it's available on request. If you'd like a copy, you just write in by post or by email. And we'd also be pleased to hear any comments or questions you might have after listening today. I'll be giving you the contact details shortly if you've pen and paper to hand, uh, but also I need to tell you that the talk you've heard today is also available to download via the internet in audio or text format. Anyhow, to obtain the book, simply ask for great spiritual movements, and you can do this, as I said, by email or by post, and here's the address. Search for Truth, Hayes Press, The Barn, Flaxlands, Royal Wootton Bassett, Swindon, SN4, Dy UK. Our email address is sft at Now, you may be interested to know that you can listen again to many of these broadcasts off air by audio, podcast, or mp3 versions. If you go to searchfortruth.podbean.com, you can browse the list of previous talks, which you'll see has been sorted into categories and that'll help you to find what you're looking for. And also, by looking up churchesofgodinfo forward slash media, you'll find our church's main website, where you can download some actual programmes and their accompanying transcripts, as well as accessing other helpful material and finding out all about us. You might be interested to know as well, that many titles of Search for Truth transcript booklets have been turned into e-books, and they're available at amazon.co.uk forward slash Kindle ebooks. And when you're in the Kindle store, just type Search for Truth, Brian Johnston, uh, into the field and you'll find them. And finally, look out for Search for Truth featuring on uh, www.twr360.org and uh, we're excited that this will give you yet another excellent way of getting to hear again what you first heard here on air. So it's been great to enjoy the pleasure of your company today. Many thanks again for your interest in these Bible talks, and I hope you find them helpful and interesting. So please join us next week to hear the final talk about the downfall of Satan. It's called, appropriately, The Endless End. So until then, it's very best wishes from our Bible teacher, Brian, our producer, David, our singers, and me, John. So cheerio, and as always, may God richly bless you.